Welcome back to another episode of Game Ball with your host Madison Montia. Today we're joined by Faxon Childress and Drew Byrne, like always. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the NBA, John Collins, the finals in particular, and then some NFL talk like what quarterbacks and wide receivers are under the most pressure. But before we get to it, uh, I want to bring up Backlash Baits again. We have some of their merchandise here. These are three of their eight products that they sell uh, for their baits, and they are, they're great. So first we have the Fluke. If you want to show this off, facts, oh, you yeah. can. This is the fluke bait. Uh huh. It's top quality. Again, these are only three of the eight ones they have. Very squishy. Mm -hmm. And they're very durable. They have the salt on them, so it's it's great for fishing. Next, we have the the stick bait. Yep. And my personal favorite, I'm gonna show off my own because you know this is my favorite, is the the creature bait. You know, look at this, look at this bad boy. It's crazy. Yeah. But make sure to check out Backlash Base and use promo code Gameball all caps for a ten percent discount. But to start off the show, let's look at the NBA Finals. And as we all know, the Bucks were able to even up the series 2-2 with the Suns uh, after a great performance by Chris Middleton and a horrible performance by the refs in the fourth quarter uh, when it came to fouls against Devin Booker, which was just beyond me. But, you know, with this victory, tying it up 2-2, uh, I personally think it means the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to win the series, whether that's in six games or seven. I'm pulling. I think they're good enough to win in six, but I think the Suns are going to pull out game five. But what do you guys think? Do you think the Bucs will win the series now since they tied it up 2-2? I mean, I thought the Bucs would win the series when they were down 2-0. I think we still, we never, yeah. none of us really wavered from that stance regardless. Uh, I think the Bucs are just the better team. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and, and looking at the performances, who, who do you think is going to be the most crucial for, for the Bucs the rest of the way? Because I believe it's going to be Giannis, even though Chris Milton had a great performance. If Giannis can still get points inside, it's going to help open up a lot more uh, shots for the other guys. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I think that Giannis, I mean, he's clearly the Bucks' best player. He's going to win finals MVP if the Bucks win it. He's been the best player I don't know. PG, for the entire season. P.J. Tucker was pretty good. <laughs> the the only person I'd fouls. say who is, you know, who the Bucks actually need to step up is Drew Holiday. Oh my I know that they're tied to, too, but Drew Holiday has been absolutely awful the entire series. If Drew Holiday plays decent, into the next three games, the, I think the Bucks are going to win the series. Drew Holiday just Easy. needs to have one game where he plays like an NBA player on offense, and yeah. not a G Leaguer. He's yeah. playing like a Shanghai Shark right now. Well, the issue with Drew Holiday is we already know he's a great defender, great per per uh, perimeter defender, one of the best. But he's been taking a lot of shots and not converting it. That's the issue. He gets he gets the open shots. He can drive to the lane, but he just can't finish them. And I think it's really concerning to see. I, I think they can still win with Drew Holiday playing like this. But if he steps up. They're winning by at least double digits every game, in my opinion. And CP3 during game four looked old, worn out, just, you know, like what he is. So do you think this this is a sign of what's going to come the rest of the series with Chris Paul? Because I believe that he might have one more good performance, but that's um, about it. From a, from, a, from a stat category, if you just look at the statistics in the box score. I mean, we were watching the game together. Yeah. Uh, we all watched this game together. And... Uh, Let's just say that the reaction at the table at Charleston Sports Pub when Chris Paul fell down was uh, nothing short of ecstatic. <laughs> uh, I think a tear flew, uh, ran down my face because I had finally won. And then the loser midget ran and stat padded two points at the end of the game when the game was already over. So he wouldn't have an eight-point finals game so he could get to ten. Hey, nothing wrong with getting the ten points. It looks good on the stat sheet, like I was saying. <laughs> but um, um, I don't think Chris Paul has another performance in him like this. I think the Bucks have figured out how to defend him. Um, he was getting to his spots a little bit in the fourth quarter when Devin Booker was out, but he was just missing his shots. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He seems to play a lot better at home. 
Yeah, he does. It's probably because he actually has people cheering for him. Yeah, Unlike it's the only the time entire he'll ever have. Other ninety nine percent of the NBA fan base is going against him. Yeah, well, yeah, and they also didn't have a twenty point lead this game, so he couldn't stat pad in the third quarter <laughs> when they're already up by a ton. Couldn't front run. Yeah, he was standing in the corner cowering like a little girl while campaign ISOed with the finals on the line. All right, so uh, let's just like, let's keep the hit, the hate going for Chris Paul a little bit more. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Chris Paul, you're a loser. He's like been terrible. If you're, if you're watching this, you're a loser, bro. <laughs> yeah, Chris Paul, why, why are you watching us, bro? You're <laughs> such a loser for watching us, man. Nah, but uh, looking at Devin Booker, too, I, I don't think he's capable of carrying this team to a series win. I mean, he had 42 last game. He and just got let down by a seed, but that was the first decent game he played this yeah, series. And they lost. So yeah. now let me pose you a question. If D-Book plays couple more good games chris paul plays like average suns win the finals who wins finals mvp uh it's gonna be it's gonna be chris paul because the narrative yeah it's, it's, yeah it, that's how all these, these writers are that everyone who votes are based off the narrative it's not so based obnoxious. on who was good like andre gudala when he won finals mvp he was complete garbage playing against uh playing defense against lebron but the narrative of him stopping him was just beyond everyone the so. fact that steph didn't win that finals mvp is ridiculous well, but it's because andre had the, the story going for him yeah exactly steph had 37 in a game five of a finals like when it was 2-2 and they didn't give him the finals MVP. Yeah, the only way Devin Booker wins this is either Chris Paul gets injured or he puts up like 40 in the two games that they win. He could, I Chris think Paul Devin Booker Devin Booker could still put I, I actually think Chris Paul is faking an injury I think right he's now. I guarantee I think he comes out after the end of the season, after they lose, and have some sort of surgery that's reported on like his hand or something and say that that's the reason that he didn't show up in the Chris rest Paul, of the finals. Yeah, Chris Paul's a bum. I, I hate the... I just... He's not, and the other thing I think the thing that's making me hate him more is everyone thinks he's Steph Curry, like just some top tier point guard in the league still, when he's clearly not, and he thinks he's also a top tier point guard in this league when he's clearly not. He that, doesn't know his role. That little man will never be Steph Curry. He wants to be him so bad. Well, he thinks he's better than him. So, <laughs> but uh, looking at uh, Middleton's performance, he had, like I said, a phenomenal performance. He was getting buckets. He was getting them late and them early. You, you couldn't stop Chris Middleton, which was a nice sight to see. And he's one of those guys that has. Uh, you know, out of th every three games, he has one bad night. And, you know, how, how do you think he'll be able to keep this, this momentum going? If Chris Middleton plays two good games, the Bucks win the finals. He has to play two good games. I, I, I think, like, 20 points is a good game. Literally, if he, yeah. Maybe even if he plays one good game, the Bucks win the finals. He oh, just I, has to play decent. Yeah, if Middleton, I, even if, Holiday, if Middleton or Holiday needs to step up, and just get 20, 25 points in one of the games, and Giannis can get 40, and they'll, yeah, they'll win it. Fine. Exactly. As long as Giannis doesn't need to score 40 points for the rest of this series, no. then I think the Bucks win the finals. Also, like, Chris Middleton just needs to have not, like, get 25, four of 20 shooting games like Drew Holiday has. Get 25 on 45%. They win the finals. Yeah. That's what he needs to do. Also, shout out Pat Connington. He was getting some buckets the other night. Which, it, was, Pat. which is nice to see after that. Uh, after he choked the entire game plan. What was it, game two? Yeah. And they just yeah, they I'm kept driving that on, inside, I'm not picking it out. Pat Connington, though. That's that, on the entire Bucks offense for that was on, relying that's like, that's on like Pat Coach, Connington. That's like Coach game. Bud for not drawing up better plays right yeah. there. How's that even how's that even into your mind? They need DiVincenzo back. They, they need really Brent Forbes on the court instead of PJ Tucker. Like, come on, would you rather have PJ Tucker just stands there and gets zero points or Brent Forbes who can at least shoot a three? PJ put can foul people. Wow, <laughs> I, I I could I, let me play in the NBA. I can foul people easily. Uh, That's what Matson does when he guards me. He's fouling me constantly. Uh, I don't want to hear. Just like elevating over I like hear prime it. Kobe. So, so I'm like on the court. Uh, I, 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 this is slander that I'm not appreciated of. You can you can leave. All right. Bobby Whose Portis. name is underneath game ball? Bobby it's mine. We can't see it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Cover. Also, shout out to Prong Studios for allowing us to air a show here. I forgot to mention that earlier. But Giannis is now plus 110 for finals MVP. 
and I would say slam that he's going to win the finals MVP. Don't you agree that he's basically bound to win it? If the Bucks win, I mean, you might as well just bet on the Bucks winning the series. But if the Bucks win, he's nah, locked. I in. think I think this could be Jerry West part two. Even if they lose, he still gets Finals MVP. No, they will not. I'm sorry. If Please. they didn't give LeBron the Finals MVP after losing, there's no way they're going to be honest the Finals MVP in this series. Yeah, I was, it was a joke. Yeah. I was. I'm just saying. Was like, no, you'd be surprised. Also, I've, I've heard certain NBA analysts, cough cough, Nick Wright, saying that Nick Giannis Wright, should win the MVP. Nick even Wright if they has lose. lost a lot of credibility. This entire Finals, he's lost a lot he's of credibility. He's just been trying to. You know, he never had any credibility with me. Show that. It's not show that Colin, show to Colin Coward that he could take over the show, which is not, which is not possible because I will be taking over the sh- the herd. Game ball will. I agree. Gonna shoot your shot at Joy Taylor. No, no, she's she can talk about sports and I'll talk about sports. And that's about it. You know that she played. Uh, I want to say, she did, she was a gymnast in, in college. I heard her talk about that. She actually played three sports in high school. She's that. Uh, she's Jason Taylor's brother, right? The former Dolphins player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, doesn't surprise me. I thought it was some runs in the family. Hi, Joy. <laughs> I second that. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying hi. It doesn't mean much. So, any final thoughts about what the Bucks need to do to kind of close out the series and win it? They really just need Drew Holiday and Chris Drew Middleton, Holiday like we said earlier. Yeah, they just have to have one of those two guys play a decent Bobby game Portis. and Giannis to play like he has, and then they'll be fine. Like, I'm really not worried about the Bucks at all. I haven't worried about them all series. I picked them in six before the series. Though I think maybe they win in seven, but I think they're still going to win in six. Yeah, I agree. I was I was actually uh, I was looking at some statistics for this, and you know that Giannis Antetokounmpo has been getting the second most points inside uh, of all in the past like 25 years in the NBA Finals. Really? Yeah. He's been getting buckets at, like very easily against the Suns. Well, he's only missed two shots inside the restricted area yeah. in the entire Finals. So, to be honest, is this... Also, that it, block was insane. Yeah, that we're going to talk about the block. You want that to was incredible. The second best talk block I've seen. Talk about Charleston Sports Pub. That's the greatest that block electric. I've ever seen. Shut up, bro. You're a biased That is the greatest Everyone block knows that I've the LeBron chase down block was the best block of all time. All right, man. Like, that was. The LeBron chase. I, I had that I, framed in I my bedroom. I think the Giannis one, more impressive. The Giannis. LeBron one, more iconic and important. I don't know. I think the Giannis okay. one was more impressive. I don't think so. LeBron, LeBron came out of nowhere. LeBron couldn't make the, the block that Giannis had. Because he's not as tall as Giannis. That has well, nothing to do with. That's impressive. If I, if I was, what, 6'11", I Giannis could block DeAndre. Like, Giannis was literally like recovering on a pick and roll and then jumped now, backwards and swatted an alley. The one thing I do have to say about this, it was impressive, but everyone was saying that uh, when Devin Booker like threw it late or threw it behind DeAndre Ayton or something, but it's just because Giannis is so massive. Yeah, he like, had to he throw made, it over Giannis. That entire play was made because of Giannis. It, it, you, you can't get the ball passed, so you had to throw it really high, and then he recovered extremely well. Yeah, LeBron's entire play was because J.R. Smith stopping the ball. Overrated play. Giannis is better. Dude, stop crying. No, I'm, I'm not crying. I'm not, I'm <laughs> you're, not such crying. A cry. I'm you're such a LeBron hater because you're I'm not a LeBron hater. Years. I'm not a LeBron hater. He's go, the, he's the second best player of all time. I'm all not right. a LeBron hater. That's false. He's he's the best. He has right? three. Right, that's a debate for another he, show, he's, I think. Don't yeah, you agree? I'd, I'd go with LeBron as well. Thank you. He's three, and Paul George. He's he's three, six, and one in the finals, and he is the second best player ever. Okay, well, where was, where was Jordan all those other years? Jordan was again a finals. topic a topic for another Great, show. The greatest ever. LeBron, LeBron better than Hakeem? Is LeBron even better than Hakeem? <laughs> than Hakeem. <laughs> is, is Michael is Michael Jordan better than right. Bobby Portis? Probably not. Probably not. Bobby Portis to the moon. Uh, now moving on though, John Collins, he's restricted free agent of the of the Hawks as we all know, and he's looking to get the max contract, which he will get the max because he had a subpar okay 
um, performance in the playoffs. And when I say that, it's okay for what he wants. He's not, he didn't have a max contract type of performance. And he only had six games where he scored, uh, yeah, six games where he scored over 20 points during the entire playoff run, which isn't, you know, that superstar like to me. So there's some teams that are looking to give him the max, including the Spurs, the Heat, the Timberwolves, and the Mavericks. And then obviously the Hawks could match. I don't think he's worth the max contract. Yeah. I don't think he will get, or I think he will get the max contract, but he isn't worth one. What are your thoughts? Do you think he'll get the max contract? I He might get offered a max contract by some bummy team who just needs somebody on their team, like the Magic. But realistically, I don't think any good team should actually. The Magic, the Magic will not offer him the max. They don't need a power. I know the Magic throw anybody. out money, but Magic I'm not saying the have, Magic exactly. A, I'm saying a like a team like that who team, doesn't really the, who isn't going anywhere. A team that is going to throw money his way and will offer him the max, in my opinion, are the San Antonio Spurs. He fits the, kind of the, what they need. I really hope and they do that as a Spurs I, hater. I really hope that they sign him because then they're stuck in mediocrity. Well, then they have him. Dijon, well, they're going to trade Derek White and love <laughs> pick in the draft and get. Kate Cunningham. I'm sure. I'm it's sure. gonna work. But yeah, but, no. I mean, I obviously wouldn't give John Collins an axe. I mean, he averaged 18 and seven this past year, which is good. Yeah, it's like solid. he's, he's good and he's young. Career, he's a promising young player, but he's not a max contract level guy. John Collins or Dennis Schroeder? Which one would you rather pay? John I'd Collins. rather pay John Collins. He's younger. He has a higher potential. Yeah. If you know, it's obvious. Now Dennis Schroeder will also get 100 mil plus. As you guys saw, if you didn't, if you didn't check out our YouTube channel and watch the the clip about it. But with John Collins, as you mentioned, he was averaging, what, 18 and 7 on, uh, on the year. And he shot 40% from three, which yeah. is impressive for him, you know, being a power forward. And he's a good player. Yeah, on his career, he had 17 points per game, eight rebounds, and 38% from three. He has a solid, effective field goal percentage. He's a good, solid player. Yeah, I don't think anybody's hating on John yeah, Collins. We're just hating on the max contract. Yeah, I don't. I would give John Collins like 23. Well, he turned. Yeah, I was going to say between 20 to 25. He turned down, year, he turned down a 90 mil four year deal from the Hawks about what, three quarters of the, the season. That's three. like, what, 22 That's, and a half a year or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah so right up that alley. Now, with, with John Collins, I think he has a little bit left in potential, but not too much. I think he's a borderline three star player if you he's were to a put three. him on a team. Yeah. I, I, I think he could. He's he's not the best three star or three or third star you could have on a team though. Like I'm, there's a lot better third stars that you could kind of build he's around with him on there. He's solid, but the t- the players I was looking at to kind of compare the age and the contract was that were but was offered were Pascal Siakam, Bam Adebayo, Kristaps Porzingis, you know, and and Dominic Sabonis. So Pascal got the max contract, but he deserved it. He was getting 30 point games in the playoffs. He was coming off one of the finals, the he real was, finals MVP. He, he, I, I believe that. He was great. He was a solid player. He was averaging, I want to say, during the regular season, uh, he was 16 insane. and a half, 17 points. And then the next year, he got 21. And then the second year on his contract, he got 23 points per game. He's a solid player, and he deserves the max. Dominus Sabonis, I think, is a very comparable player to him. He was averaging basically the sim- ex- almost the exact same stats as John Collins in terms of regular season stats, career statistics. But he had uh, more rebounds per game. He did struggle in the playoffs, and I think that hurt him a lot. He never made it out of the first round as the lead guy, even with Victor Oladipo. Yeah, that's unfortunate for DeMontos because I think he's an underrated player. Oh, it hurt him. He got a 75 mil four-year contract, which he was, he's probably he's underpaid. He's underpaid, he's in my underpaid. opinion, but he's a very comparable guy, and he could John Collins obviously helped himself out during the playoff run. So I think the 94 mil deal is definitely exactly what he needs. Bam out of Bayou, 
he he's got he got the max 163 five years maybe that is considered a little bit of an overpay but bam's also a lot more versatile and a way and better a way defender, better defender. Yeah. yeah john collins is the biggest defense. question mark at he defense. was also the second best player on a champion or on, on a team that went to the finals no that's what i'm saying six, he, so. i think he's i think bam is more than, than deserving Christoph Brzingis, 158, five years. Obviously, he's been horrible in the playoffs. Yeah. He can't stay healthy. From the stat exactly. standpoint, he is averaging better stats. And during the time of the contract, he was looking like the guy who could kind of be the second star. And you don't even see that with John Collins. You know, as much as we hate on Kristaps, like I mentioned, he was looking like a, somebody who could be a second star, who might, you know, at the worst, be a third star on your team, a really good third star. But obviously, he fell off, and his playoff performance has hurt him tremendously in the eyes of everybody. He's probably going to get moved to maybe teams like the Thunder, or the Warriors, or the Heat. But with that all being said, the John Collins debate about how much he's worth, he's not worth a max contract. He will get it, and what team do you think will give it to him? Yeah, you see the Magic. Oh, what about you? What team do you I'm think I'm not saying be? the Magic. I oh, no, or a actually, team like yeah. the Magic. Team I think the Spurs will probably give him a max contract well, out of the offer. Team, yeah, out of the teams I mentioned, uh, besides obviously the Hawks, the Spurs, the Heat, the Timberwolves, and the Mavericks, what team do you think will be most likely to pay him? I think the Spurs would be the most likely Spurs. to pay him. If I'm John Collins, I'm taking less money to go to the Mavericks, yeah. especially if they can trade Kristaps for like a guard. Then I think the the Mavericks are looking pretty good if they get John yeah. Collins. Well, I think the team that will probably pay him, not near max, but will give him at least 100 mil over four years, are the Miami Heat. I think he, I, I personally, as a Heat fan, wouldn't want to be locked up with somebody like John Collins since we are a prime destination for other stars. You know, I know Kawhi is being mentioned, but. I don't think we're gonna get Kawhi. I don't think he's leaving. But this, in general, stars like to come to Miami, and I don't want to have that cap hold. But I do believe John Collins will be a nice fit. He he can go up there. He can get you a basket. He can shoot threes. He doesn't have to worry so much about playing defense because again, Bam Adebayo is there. And we always have a great defensive set, and we can kind of maybe even work on his defense. But I think that's the best fit in a team that might be able to offer him a reasonable size contract. Can I mention a wild card team? Yeah, go for it. I think that. There's a chance that the Kings trade Marvin Bagley and then oh. throw some money at John Collins. I, I could, the Kings always throw the money, and guys. the Kings threw that ridiculous offer sheet at Levine. Remember, like three years back, and yep. then the Bulls had to match it. So, like, they have no problem with throwing out an offer sheet on an RFA. Well, I think I think that's true. And on top of that, just going off of it, the Kings are never Sacramento is not a prime destination for star guys, and they're not really up and coming either. They just were kind of stuck in the same tenth tenth to eighth seed area. Yeah, and I think John Collins will get the max from them. I could totally see that happening, yeah. and them trying to lure him in there. Yeah. yeah. Do I mean, you think if John Collins gets the max, do you think the Hawks match it? No. I yes. No. I the Hawks should not 100% should not ever ever consider matching it. But with the rumors I'm hearing about them possibly and actually wanting to, with them wanting to bring it back, Trey Young mentioning he wants to run it back. I think John Collins goes there and brings the Hawks down. If I I'm willing to put money on this, the Hawks will not be higher than a fifth seed again in the next playoffs and on top of that i don't think they make it past the second round what the hawks if they keep they John, just, i don't, they, they, I don't they, think they they're gonna make it past the second round. so you mean you don't think they, they're gonna make the conference finals i don't think that's a bold take i mean i, I, I think, think it's them, stupid I, I they think, just made the conference finals without their second best player their second best player was literally like Taurus meniscus and then they took the box well i think john console i'm just saying john console maxed out their potential they're not that's going true. much farther yeah. that's at true all. I, yeah that's i think true. that they like, have an opportunity years, to multiple... sign a better free agent especially if trey young yeah. keeps improving so, i think they and since they're in atlanta i think they have an opportunity to sign yeah. a better player than john collins with yeah, that no, max i agree spot. maybe okay maybe it was a for one year but i'm saying for multiple years year on year i don't think they if they keep john collins around they're not going to get past the second round. At the, that's the high, the farthest it will possibly go. I could see them 
because they're, they're still better than you know teams like the Knicks and whatnot. The Heat were in there. I, I think the Heat would beat the Hawks in a series, but what they would. They got swept by. They literally got swept oh by the box. And then this and over and over. They, got, they, did. they <laughs> got swept by the Bucks, and then the Hawks beat two teams and then took the Bucks to six they, without their second best the, player. I, the Bucks. The Bucks were definitely the the hardest matchup for the Heat. I know they they beat them in the first or they beat them last year, right? The year before, or yeah, last they year. They won zero playoffs. But you're teams. telling me that Giannis would want to get past? They're just gonna like let them lose to the Heat. Zero. No, if, if the Heat were playing against the Knicks, the Sixers, the Hawks. They wouldn't be the Sixers. They the wouldn't be the Sixers or the Hawks. Sixers. They oh. would not have beat the Sixers or the Hawks. They would be either one of those. I don't think they'd be the Hawks. I don't think either. they beat either of those. I teams. think they easily they could definitely beat the Hawks. I think in you're six overrating games. the no. Heat no. a lot. No, I don't think I am. After I guess a, guess this will be another debate. Check out our, we're gonna have a little debate show going. The so Hawks versus be, the Heat. Hawks I feel like that's gonna heat. be a pretty easy debate. The Heat. <laughs> the Heat will win that. Stop. Oh, the Heat will win that easily. Stop. You guys should put a bet on who's gonna be the higher seed next year. I will literally throw my mortgage on the Hawks. The Heat will have a higher seed. No way. There's no way. There's yes. no possible way. The Hawks are better. In a head-to-head matchup on top of that, the Heat would definitely win. If you're telling me you had to put... Okay, dude. Do you right, think right, John man. Collins would do anything as Bam? No. Do you think Trey... Dude, what Bam happened? stunk in the playoffs. Like, stunk on both ends. And so did Jimmy. Bad. Yeah, Jimmy was... Two Jimmy, best, the two best yeah. players on the team stunk on and both ends. And you think ends. Jimmy's better than, than, better Paul, than Paul George? Okay. They act like Paul George doesn't have, like, four or five just disastrous playoff runs. So then why are you judging off of one bad... I'm, I'm from for Jimmy Butler. I'm, he could have. I think he could stop. He could stop Trey Young. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Butler's definitely going to stop Trey Young on one end Trae and Young, carry Trae the Young offensive load on the other end. Forty, fifty points against Jimmy Butler. He get max like thirty. Wow. Only thirty. Well, I, <laughs> only, I, I 30 think only thirty with Jimmy he, expunding all I of think, his energy on one could, end of the I floor. I think Jimmy could limit Trey to twenty, the twenty between twenty and thirty points each game. Wow. Wow. Terrible. That he, that's, that's what so he averages. Bad. What do you mean? <laughs> Well, he's averages 40, 50 points games all the time. I think that Jimmy Butler would be able to prevent Trey Young from getting. I, he would have what two two games where he gets thirty, maybe it's 30, not Jimmy, thirty-three. It's not Jimmy. And the rest of the way, it's Jimmy not Jimmy's could problem stop. if he gets thrown in pick and roll. And, and Trey gets a switch. Yeah. They, on top of I was that, say, Jimmy Butler is not he, a better defender Eric Spolcher, than Ben Simmons. Eric Spolcher is one of the best defensive, co- one of the best coaches in the league. I think we all can agree. He's, okay, sure. I'd agree with that. Yeah, and I think he would pull out a defensive game to stop Trey Young. I don't. I don't. Considering no one stopped Trey Young the entire playoffs. Yeah. Do you think Doc Rivers was going to stop Trey Young? No, but I think Ben Simmons is the best defender in the entire yeah. league. Right, yeah, ben, ben Simmons, Simmons would have a much better foot. chance okay, of he defending also, Trey Young. Ben Simmons lost Jimmy No, he had no confidence in himself either. He, yeah, but he's still better defender. He's so much better than Jimmy Butler on defense. Again, he can pull out. I think Jimmy Butler will be able to limit him. And you pull out defensive schemes to stop Trey Young, they it, they would beat the. I really hope box. we get this four or five matchup next year, yeah, and honestly. Trey absolutely just drops a nuke on the city of Miami. And the they Heat went in and five. Heat went in six. And the Hawks won in five. Heat went in six. I would take the Hawks in five. Heat won in six. I would take. I I, I, I might even take Hawks in four. <laughs> the only the only way that he the he beat the Hawks out. next year is if they sign Kawhi. Kawhi yeah. And it's, it's not happening. Partially no, torn exactly. ACL that's recovering, and that's kind of bringing us yeah, into he our. Yeah, might be out for the year. That's yeah. bringing us into our next uh, our next subject. Kawhi oh, Leonard. You're welcome. Oh, thank, thanks. What a great transition. Thanks so much. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he just got surgery on his partially torn ACL, so that raises a few questions. You know, how do you think this is going to affect him as a player? I think he, I think he'll be fine. You saw, I mean, I know, I know ACL Achilles aren't necessarily the same thing, but deals with the, you know the ligament area, and Kevin Durant was able to make a phenomenal way back from it. Right, he's doing great. I know Clay Thompson's been struggling recovering from that, but if I think Kawhi Leonard has a play style that will allow him to be able to be fine. Kawhi's legs are going to be like a tub of strawberry ice cream by age 35. It's just going to be like nothing there. 
He's had like four massive leg injuries. Yeah, this is now. my thing with with KD. He didn't really have a history of major injuries, injuries yeah. but with Kawhi, I mean, it's he been had, going on for forever. He's already load think, managing. Like, what's he gonna yeah. do? Play forty games he's next had year? That, he had that ankle injury, and then he had that massive like quad injury or whatever, and now this. Yeah, like well, unless he's planning on playing half the games of every season, that he's healthy. He'll be I don't know play, how he's gonna last. Do you think he'll be able to play like when he's on the court as a superstar level that he is? I don't think he's a superstar to begin with. You don't think Kawhi Leonard's a superstar? That's outrageous. Definitely a top five player. I don't think he's Kawhi's a top five. I don't player think he's a top five player. He, he's a top it's ten the worst player. Top eight. I think he's. I think he's top five. He's. Mm, I. He's a top ten he's player. He's fringe for sure. top ten for me. He's like fringe. on the fringe. Yeah. Why do you say that? I think he's on the fringe. I think you could put him. I don't know, like but I don't think. Why don't think he's a superstar? I don't think he's a superstar player because I don't think he's a one on a championship team. I think he got blessed in the perfect situation in San Antonio, and they got lucky with injuries in Toronto. You've seen in these. I mean, I yeah, but he's also never really had like. A team that's his own. That's a superstar team. Okay, well, we saw what he did last year. He completely folded with a healthy Clippers team against right, the Nuggets. That was, again, it's very unusual he, for teams. He to folded. Go. He folded with all I, the hoes watching. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in the world watching. If Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, Leonard was healthy, folded. If Kawhi didn't get hurt, they would have won the championship this year. Hypothetical. That's not true. Matt, your your motto of the show is we don't work in hypotheticals. So how you gonna, how you gonna pose a hypothetical? That is he did true. Get hurt. true but he, he tore his ACL. I know that, but so if he were to be if, if he were to be healthy, though, I'm saying I guess I don't. Whatever. He would have Hypothet- If hypothetically, I picked them to win the whole thing before the playoffs started, with, uh, with all and health. It, and you know, that was a bad pick. Did, and it took the refs' help and a, and, a, and an Adam Silver fix to get past Luca uh, and the Luca and the bad news bears in round one. Kristaps <laughs> is a star player. He's a power forward. In Max league. Max Kristaps the Warriors ASAP. Do you think Kawhi staying in LA? Yeah, I think yeah. he will. Do you think he'll accept the player or sign long term? Accept the player. I think he's. I think he's going to accept the player option too. I I could. I want I've been, unless I've if been, somebody been, throws him the if somebody tries to, to throw him the bag for agency, I think he's taking it. I want him to leave. Go to go to Miami. You know, come come play with the best player on the planet, Steph Curry. Come to the Bay, like Kawhi. Just come to OKC. You know, you only have to play like twenty games a season leaves, for the next three years. If he leaves, he's going to Dallas. Da- Dallas, Miami, Golden State. It, yeah, if I'm Kawhi, I'm going to Dallas for sure. Go to, I would go to Dallas. That's prime. I'll go to Dallas. But I think I think I've been kind of I've been kind of like stumped on this. I think he could. Definitely sign another like one and one. No, I think if, if I think if he signs anything, I think it's gonna be that some team gives him the max and he just accepts it. Really? Because if some team gives him the max, do you think he knows I mean, that his injury might make him not that great anymore? Definitely. I mean, he it has like to at least factor? cross his mind. Like there's no like there's no way person. that he's just thinking, oh well, I'm definitely gonna come back well, and then I'll just sign said, a one and think, one and then I'll be able to sign a max contract next time. Do you think teams are willing to? Throw the max at him with the question mark, like the Mavericks, for example. They need a star. They're desperate for a star. That's they cool. want to pair up. I was you, gonna, yeah. I would do it, but do you think that would not worry like a market? It's really gonna Ray worry Mike? somebody. The, but the I real mean, question is, do the do the Clippers offer him a super max? I wouldn't touch it. Neither After seeing what John Wall's injuries did to his Supermax, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't touch Kawhi with the Supermax with a team. Well, my 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 issue with this though there's is there's no way I'm offering that. Steve Ballmer. He wants to win. He wants to win now. He rich. Right. He's loaded. Yeah. He doesn't. I, I think that with what everything he did to Lamb Paul George, he's saying, bro, we got to keep Kawhi here. We got to just go all out. Yeah. We it's, have a no disa- future. it's a disaster. And, who, Kawhi leaves. and on top of that, if they don't keep Kawhi, what other superstar are they going to get? Or star or whatever? whatever? Nobody They're not going to get nobody. Their team. No one's going to go to the Clippers, the second best team in LA. And probably like, what, the fourth best team in California behind the Kings, the Lakers, and the Warriors. When the Kings, <laughs> when the Kings get John Collins, watch out. NBA. Honestly. They might they screw might around get and get the, the seventh seed. seed. <laughs> 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 they, might, they might make some noise in the play-in tournament. Yeah, you never sure. know.
Hey, De'Aaron Fox. I, I heard he might. I love De'Aaron Fox. I heard he was on, like, the trade block or something wild. Huh? There is no way the there Kings are trading De'Aaron Fox. Or not that's, trade that's block, like, but there's a lot of teams inquiring that's, to try that's to get so, That's like, yeah, that's like when teams are inquiring about there SGA. Some, there's, there's no way the Thunder trade SGA. Oh, SGA this is from Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull in a first-round pick. The funniest thing ever was the Kings. Uh, the Kings trying to side and trade Bogdanovich to the Hawks, and the Hawks offered him a pick, and they said no and just let him sign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they literally had to give up the nothing. Ki- the Kings are a very <laughs> odd organization, guys. The Kings were like, no, nah, we don't want the terrible. pick. Just take him. We don't want the pick. And then the whole like sign and trade with the Bucks fell through. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a, they're a mess. They're I'm a sorry, but also, the Kings are I, terrible. I, believe, I think if Marvin Bagley goes to a right team, he could. Oh yeah, he could be. Insane. So do I. He, he was so good. There's a reason why he was like mocks and going ahead of Luca and Trey Young. Marvin Bagley, the perfect for Marvin Bagley would be the Warriors because he can rim run. And I don't know. I think New York would be amazing because him and Obi Toppin would be like the best duo of all time. And oh, maybe yeah. throw Julius Randle at the point guard and oh my God. take him off the power. That's and you real can, hoop. And you can have Reggie, point, Reggie point Bullock. Randall. And then on top of that, you can put the Frank, Frank Nikitilica. Nikitilica. That's a great lineup. Nikitilica. Julius Randle, a shooting guard. Nikitilica, point guard. Julius Randle, shooting guard. Reggie Bullock, a small forward. Bagley, a power forward. And uh, and Obi Toppin at center. That's a, that's a championship That's real team. hoop. Yeah, that's that real, real hoop. <laughs> and then you can have I didn't know we were playing in the 50s. Green grind. And then you can sign Bobby Portis for free agency. You might as well and throw him at six Zach man. Randolph at that point. Oh, my gosh. Zach Randolph. Bring him you back. Know, that's real a hoop. A famous that quote from Zach hoop. Randolph. You know what he does in his hood? He bullies the bullies. That's what they do in his hood. They bully the bullies. Doesn't that just make him the bully? He's a junkyard dog. He's a he's an animal. He is that guy. You guys better watch out for Zach Randolph. He is that guy. He's coming for you. The grit and grind Knicks next year. Wouldn't this be great if Zach Randolph just walked through the door and I like had him for an interview and I'm hyping him up and he just like walks Can in. Can we get Zach Randolph on the podcast? <laughs> I'm convinced Zach Randolph would probably not come on here. <laughs> probably not. He probably want to open the DM I sent him. But moving on from Kawhi Leonard, looking at Team USA. Oh, it is a disaster right now. We uh, lost to what, Nigeria and we lost to Australia. Can I have a PSA? What? Bradley Beal, you suck. Learn how to play without ref baiting, coward. Hey, bro. Bradley, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal has a <laughs> honestly out. half of the U.S. Don't, team. Don't hate on Bradley Beal, bro. He's a COVID COVID protocols guy. I'm hating he's on out. I'm hating on the U.S. team for becoming so used to the the coddled the NBA, NBA rules. That's why Trey Young's not being caught up. You think? I mean, Trey Young can exist. He can, can shoot. He doesn't well, JaVel need. McGee made the team, so like. Uh, I, well, and Keldon Johnson. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to transition to. So as you saw, Jeremy Grant's gone, and uh, Bradley Beal's gone because of COVID Kevin issues. Love's gone. Kevin Love is also gone. And now you got Calvin Johnson coming in there, JaVel McGee, and who else? Who, who knows what the third person is going to be? Yeah. But how do you think Team USA is going to? I don't think they're. I Look, think as somebody I, who, they're, they're so talented, but as they're going to actively I, I roots it. against Team USA basketball in the Olympics. <laughs> uh, they're still going to win the gold medal, but I, I can't stand. Someone who them. actively <laughs> roots against England in the, the Euros. I'm happy they lost. I was pulling for England, man. It should have came home. It really. It was kind of. I was home. Harry Kane <laughs> left the field with the lead. That's all. I'm I saying. was going for Spain, but. You know, they also lost Italy. But no, I mean, realistically, Team USA, they've got so much more talent than every other team. It's just hard for them to get up after, like, while the playoffs are still going on, like a bunch of the people have literally just left the playoffs and are going to go play some exhibition games in Vegas. I'm going to be honest, they don't care. Exactly. It would be nice if Steph Curry could play instead of golfing. And Steph, you are my favorite athlete. Please represent our country. We need help. Dude, stuff is gonna be fine. We have Drew Holiday coming. Yeah, Drew Holiday Holiday can come shoot four and nineteen. Okay, and and FIBA though, he'll only need to play defense. Well, I was gonna say that though, and and this like the FIBA right? That's how they host it. Uh, it's very like it's a lot different from the NBA. 
Like you need actual like that's real hoop. And exactly, yeah. it literally is. You, you need real hoopers. The, you can block it off when it's on the rim. It's hanging on the rim. You can block the ball still. It's crazy. But Drew Holiday, they need perimeter defenders, and he'd actually be like he's gonna be very, very beneficial yeah, to this. Plus, team. also, they're fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know what they should do for international basketball? They should bring back the peach basket. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Retreat. You had to retrieve the ball out of the peach basket every time. <laughs> Why not? Fantastic. What more could we ask for? <laughs> Nothing much. Bring That's back real the peach hoop. basket. That's a real hoop. Hey, back. they need PJ Tucker and Bobby Portis need to join the team. We need Bill Russell. We need Bill Russell at his age to come out and, and we need him to be the show coach. these youngins how to play. You know, you know who should come. You know, this is kind of wild. Speaking about coaches, you know Darren Collinson, how he uh, how he's being recruited by the LA's. Yeah. You know he's a coach now for the the basketball league. So there's like this weird like basketball. It's literally called TBL, the basketball league, right? And it's just like random teams. on like, if they're doing like a March Madness style tournament, and they have a team named like Division Three Ballers, and yeah. he's the coach of that team. He turned down playing for the NBA to coach in the basketball league, where the max winning is a million dollars. Real hoop. That is real. Yeah. That's dedication. That's, that, that's, that's dedication, dedication to, to the game. To real hoop. To real hoop. Yeah, he knows it. This is. It just I means more. I now respect more. Darren Collins. It just more. means more. He loves the game. They're, they're playing for a cause because uh, did you know if you go and play D3? Hey, Connor, I hope you know this. I guess he's getting some out of contract. But they don't actually offer scholarships to play basketball and sports for D3 schools. Really? Yeah, yeah they don't. They they're just, just provide them heavy athletic or heavy academic scholarships. Well, the, well, the reason I was saying it was because the entire team, like, <laughs> the Division three crew, they're all they're all playing and they say they want to win so they can pay off all their student debt. That's, I mean, honestly, that's, that's real just, hoop, though. That's dedication. They're coming out of the trenches. That's, that's real junkyard dog. But isn't like, that real hoop? Because they weren't playing hoop. for that's the money. Hoop. They're just playing to play. They that's just want the opportunity to wear that jersey and get that dub. That's love for the. It game. is love for the game. Now moving on from basketball to the NFL, we're gonna talk about players who are under the most pressure. Start off, we're gonna do quarterbacks. So I asked everyone to, by everyone, I just mean us three, <laughs> the crew, not Hayden, or Connor, because Connor's not here. Hayden, keep producing. You're doing well. But we're asking the, you know, what quarterbacks are under the most pressure. So we each came up with three quarterbacks who are under the most pressure entering the year. And when I was looking at the quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, there's a lot of freaking quarterbacks that are under pressure. Like, there's a ton. Every, I think even Matthew Stafford's one. I think that's a, He's one of my three. He, I was looking right at him. And, I, you know, I, there's a ton. Derek Carr is under pressure, even though, like, he's, like, as, you know. He's on my list. He's, he's there. But uh, before I ruin your list, I'm going to name my three. He's so ruining all of our lists right now. The three, the three quarterbacks I believe are under the most pressure are Daniel Jones, um, Carson Wentz, and hold up, I need to find Baker Mayfield. Those are the three quarterbacks under the most pressure to succeed this year. What are your three? My three were Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, and you know for the third one, this is gonna be a little bit of a little bit of a hot take. Gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. I think there's pressure for him to succeed because if he has like a down year, even for his standards, I think Green Bay is just going to cut ties completely. All right, we'll talk about it. talk about it a little bit. Yeah, my three are uh, Tua. For yeah, sure. he was, he, yeah. He, I was yeah. that was him. my number one. I'm surprised neither of you picked. Well, him. I was looking at him, but I have a reason why yeah. I don't think he's a top three most pressure. And Matt Stafford, like we said earlier, and I agree with you guys, Carson Wentz yeah. has to be top three. The reason why I I think Tua is under immense pressure, but the only reason why I'm saying he isn't is because like. What are the Dolphins going to do? To, they're not going to move on from, I think, this year nor next year. I, I think they're. I wouldn't to be wait. surprised if they no, do. No, I wholeheartedly believe. I think they're the willing end of the year, to wait. He's benched for Brissett. Like I, ha- I will go on the record and say I, I he's think... benched for Brissett, and I'm going to say by week nine. Well, he's I... benched for Brissett by week nine. Because look, the Dolphins are a smart organization. Brian Flores is a smart coach. He obviously, he's not an offensive-minded one. That's kind of what the league's moving to. But he's a very smart coach. And I think they they can still get 10, 11 wins this year. They definitely no. they no. they have a great they have a. 
Amazing defense. I think Wait, this is some regression. I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if they make the playoffs. But yeah, my thing I with agree. Tua, there's like a few reasons. One of them, I mean, in his own draft class, he's clearly not better than Joe Burrow or Justin no Herbert. No. So there's a lot of pressure no. on that because, I mean, the Dolphins made the wrong pick with picking him over Herbert. It was funny because I think I that's think, pretty clear. I, I mean, like, that's obvious now. I feel like part of that, too, I think it was like a lot of a media and fan influence because they, they kept saying they were looking at Herbert. It could have been a smokescreen. But they didn't really need a smoke screen in that in that area. But they kept saying we want we want Herbert we we want Herbert, and then they get up to a. It's just kind of like odd. Yeah, me. and then also I mean obviously they're gonna win. Like one of the reasons I didn't pick Daniel Jones is because even if Daniel Jones plays well, I still don't think the Giants are gonna do anything. No offense, Matson. But we'll talk about that. They're not. Yeah, that. no, they're not. But my thing is with Tua, that team actually has a chance. Like a, I think a pretty good chance to make the playoffs, especially if he plays well. But if he doesn't, I won't be surprised if he's out of a job. Like Faxon said, Percent. maybe before the end of the season, or at least by the end of the season, if he's not playing well and they don't make the playoffs, I think he's I think he's gone. I think they're gonna replace him with somebody. I don't agree with you guys that these Dolphins takes. We can take this to a debate episode. I think the Dolphins are the most overrated team in football. Uh, if they keep you know Xavier Howard like they should and not trade him, they're definitely getting ten wins this year. I would say definitely, but I Dude, mean I think they're, they're gonna have a winning record. I, I think they could Dude. nine nine to eleven wins is very reasonable okay, hold on, for the Dolphins. Hold on. Even can with we, two can of we, being, can we all? I will place a bet with both of you that the Dolphins do not win ten games this year. Fifty bucks. I'll I'll go fifty bucks each. I'm right not now. putting and money I on pay, it because paid, I'm not. I paid, I paid Connor out on on air, so you know I'm worth it. I'll, fifty, I'll, I'll, I'll 50 bucks, ten plus I'll, wins. Matt, you can take it if you want to. I'm not. I'm not. I don't, I don't trust don't, Tua. Well, I don't have racks like that. I'll do. I'll, <laughs> I'll do. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do like twenty. Twenty. Bucks. I'll do twenty that they get. Ten. Can I say nine? No. 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 no, no, no. You need ten wins. No. You need ten. Ten. Sebastian. He's one of my friends. I know he's listening. He's a huge Dolphin fan. If the Dolphins don't win, you're paying me the 20 bucks to give to him. But I'm going 10 and wins for the Dolphins. All right. I respect it's that. It's the easiest $20 I've ever made in my life. All right, yeah. I'm going to make a lot. I'm going to be a rich man. $20 richer. Sheesh. You can give me a... You can play, you can play a round can, in three Greenville. You can get me a couple, <laughs> couple of Coca-Colas and stuff uh, in downtown Clemson. Buy a pack of gum. But now moving on. So a quarterback, I think, a quarterback that I think is under immense pressure is Daniel Jones. And I know Drew said he's not under pressure because... They might not be in position to win. The Giants might not. I think the Giants, their entire offensive line is going to hurt us insane, insane, insane amount. It's it's going to like not allow us to win a lot of games, in my opinion. But I do believe we have the second best defense in the division. But that's still a top ten defense, right? I think the Giants' defense and the football team's defense are both top ten defenses in the league. We have all the pieces around Daniel Jones to kind of succeed. Again, the offensive line is a question mark, but we have a great coach and a, a better. Uh, a better than average OC in Jason Garrett. As much as people hate Some on him. Some balls he played it called. He's a better than average <laughs> OC. A great coach and a better <laughs> than average OC. I, okay, Joe Judge is definitely. He's not a great coach. Okay, okay he's not amazing, but people. What has he done to be to be quantified okay, as great? When you look at the media. Sorry. Not the media, but okay. Yeah, it's the media. They have a huge influence on putting the hot seat on. They want teams to succeed. New York's a hot city. That want they, You have to win and win now or else you're out of there, right? That's what happens with Sam Darnold. I think we can all agree that Sam Darnold was and maybe is possibly going to be a, a he's, he's a talented quarterback, but he wasn't really given much around him to succeed, so he was pushed out. So it might not have been okay. his fault that he did so bad, but they his put it on him. on the line this they year pinned in Carolina. It on him. I, that's one of the yeah, guys he was, was another one I was thinking He was an honorable about. mention Yeah, that's me. what I was going to say. But with Daniel Jones, he's under immense pressure to succeed and win now. And even if you might say, hey, they might not be in position to win, and when you look at the team, they got him – our number one wide receiver in Kenny Galladay, extremely underrated. They drafted Kadarius Tony as a, a gadget guy who could be something interesting. 
Uh, they have Sterling Shepard still. They oh, have Slayton. Darius Slayton. Yeah. Yep. They got Kyle Rudolph, who is not like a top tier tight end, but he's still a solid tight end. He can still help produce. Considering Evan Ingram lost you the division Evan last Ingram year. Draw, yeah, he has butterfingers for hands. And our offensive line, yes, it is a question mark, but our defense is great. Our OC isn't horrible. Our coach is Joe Judge. People love Joe Judge in New York. They think he could be. A, a decent court or a decent head coach, a good a good head coach. Well, you right just call him great. So. True. I think he is. I think, <laughs> I think I'm convinced they might go eight and nine. They no. This is my thing, Madison. <laughs> eight, eight if they one. go seven and ten, does Daniel Jones lose his job? Yeah. What if they go seven? And I 10? I believe it. I first of all, I don't think we, he should or I think he should lose his job. But I don't want us to draft a quarterback because I don't like any of the quarterbacks coming up next year. Okay, but let's say if he goes seven and ten, do you think Daniel Jones loses his job? Yes. If if he doesn't prove anything, if he if he goes seven and ten and still has. And immense, like an insane amount of turnovers. Like, you know, he he had like I think he has like 24, 26 fumbles in his career. As a quarterback, and he doesn't even run the ball. He's got Wentz syndrome. Yeah. Right? That's horrible. And he has he has like over 50 turnovers in his career, which is again really, really bad. Yeah. So I think he doesn't show much. Regardless, if he if he goes out there and he throws, I don't know, 3,500 yards and gets 25 touchdowns and has 15. Like 13, 15 interceptions, he keeps his job. He's improved. Lemus has fumbles. He's, he's improved. But I don't think he gets that. And with everything around him... There's no has, excuse for him to not succeed. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's under the most pressure because if he doesn't succeed, even though it might not be the best option, in my opinion, move off and get freaking, what, Sam Howell or someone like that. I'm, Slovis slander at this at this hour in the day? Look, I would rather have Justin Keaton Fields. Keaton to New York. I love. I like Keaton, but I like but you Justin. You can't get Justin Fields. So. Obviously not, but I'm saying we should have. I think we should have drafted Justin Fields. I think the Eagles should have drafted Justin Fields. A lot of teams should have drafted Justin yeah. Fields. But I think Daniel Jones is under immense pressure because he has everything there, and a lot of people, and it's his third year to kind of have to succeed, and he has everything around him to potentially succeed, especially in this offensive line. Who did Semi- the Giants even draft this steps year? Up. We drafted a, Aziz Ojolari, Kadarius Tony. Did you tra- you traded down? And then yeah. and then we also used like the round pick on another cornerback from UCF who was apparently good, but we didn't get many offensive line. We're banking on our offensive line. I don't think to- I don't I don't like Tony. I like the rest of your receivers. I, I like Tony I think that Tony will be a nice addition to the team. He's he a cool can be punt a punt returner. Guy. He punt, can punt punt kick return, he can play in the slot a little bit. Well, I like fine. I like I mean obviously Devontae Smith would have been Better, but uh, you know the Eagles were smart and moved up mm. to get him. But I do uh, Daniel Jones under immense pressure to succeed in New York right now. He, again, third year quarterback has a really good receiving core around him. Has probably a, you know top ten at the very, at the least a top twelve defense around him, and has some his offensive line is question mark. But if Andrew Thomas and you know Matt Pern some young guys step up, solid offensive line. Joe Judge seems to be a good head coach. Jason Garrett decent play caller. We have everything there for him to see, and if he doesn't, he's he's out. And we also have two first round picks to trade up and get somebody. So he's under immense pressure. Is that is that like a normal take? No, yeah, I think, think that's fine. Pressure. I think he's under pressure. He's under pressure. He's, he's, it, there, the real reason I didn't pick him is because I don't actually I don't know if he's going to lose his job if they have like a losing record. So I don't think he's under that much pressure. I don't think he's just going. I don't think he will, if he doesn't perform well. I, I like a record means a lot, but you know if he if the offensive line's causing the issues, but Jones is still able to have a Decent year, he keeps his job, right? I think, Wentz, I think Wentz is number one in the pressure. Oh, I, I do For believe. For me, Carson I think Wentz. it's Tua. Tua, Tua, and Wentz are Tua, Wentz, Jones. I mean, you could name five candidates. Yeah, I was gonna say. You can name there's five. a lot of this is. There's gonna be well, a lot of QB turnover after with this with show. Carson Wentz. I again, I do like you said. I think he is one of the most pressured guys. He comes into Indianapolis as the man, as the guy that they wanted. Frank Wright's prodigy quarterback that he somehow he made into an MVP MVP caliber oh, yeah. quarterback. Even though he has a skill set, but he's coming off an injury. It's real football. He had, you know, I think the issue with 
um, you know, he, Drew saw the rant I had about Julio Jones. I think the biggest my my, yeah. big, my biggest concern with Carson Wentz is I just don't think he has many receivers around him. Yeah, I'm not buying and that. And that. that's hurting me. That makes me feel bad. But this team is in a win-now mode. They won with Phillip Rivers last year. They made it to the playoffs. Carson Wentz better step up and win it right now because there's a lot of high expectations around him. And he has, again, great defense. He has good run game. insane offensive line. Great run game. Yeah. T.Y. Hillen, Michael Pittman, maybe not you know the best guys, but they're good still really good receivers. You know, T.Y. Hillen, he's older, but he can be good. Michael Pittman's a young up-and-coming wide receiver that I loved out of the draft. 6'4". He can go up there and get the ball. He has great hands. You know who the Colts should get? Zach Ertz. Please come take Zach Ertz. Yeah, no, oh, I actually I, they agree. They should. They're just... Plus, pair him up with Carson Wentz. Just trade a fourth round yeah. for him. Just literally go tr- give us a fourth and take you know Ertz. The, you know what yeah. the Colts should do if Carson Wentz doesn't pan out? Make Jacob Eason the starter. I don't think that guy's anything. I'm all on board I with Jacob I love Jacob Eason. I thought that was an amazing selection. I thought he was going to be the, the future there. I'm not on board with Jacob Eason. I like Jacob Eason. Tall Gurley uh, commented on one of his posts saying, Oh, well. Do you need a running back? Pick me up. They don't need one, but he wants Wait, to be is there. Wait, is he a free agent? Still. Todd Gurley. Oh, my God. Running backs don't That's matter. That's tragic. Todd Gurley to the Giants. We need, we can, need number two. He can back up. Where, where, well, you can probably wait, play where did by like the fourth week. Oh, Gallman gone? 49ers. Damn. He left in like three week, three days after free agency started. Let's go. That's good for Wayne because they rotate. So he'll get the ball. I know. Wayne was – I loved Wayne. Yeah, I thought he, we should have kept him because Saquon is the biggest question mark with health too. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We have Saquon coming back. The Giants, he needs to succeed. Daniel Jones needs – he's finally Saquon's, as a star running back. If he stays healthy – if Saquon, If Saquon yeah. plays 17 games this year – he won't. Daniel Jones, you better freaking succeed. You better fucking succeed. Yeah, I said it. Sorry, I dropped the F-bomb. I don't fucking care. You better succeed, Daniel Jones. What other quarterback? Why do you think Derek Carson under so much pressure? I think Derek Carson under pressure because I think him and Gruden are probably both Button out heads. the door. Yeah, uh, really? They're both out the door after this They're year. not. They're not. No. No way. John Gruden is there to stay. You don't give a guy 10 years, 100 mil, and kick him out. That's a bad look for Las Vegas. And I know it's Las Vegas, but they're not. They they the just fact that they gave them that. They much. can't. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, this is my they're not moving. That out. Out. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. That's outrageous that they gave him that contract. Gruden uh, is not worthy. Oh, of that. It, he's no. not. He's not. He's not worthy of it. But he, you know, he got it. He better. He better. He better succeed right there. Um, and then who's your other Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford? I think Matthew Stafford's honestly under a lot of pressure. Oh, because I do too. He's a guy. Everybody thinks that Super he's that he's good, right? Everybody thinks he's really good. Okay, I don't know if Faxon thinks he's, he's really good. good. He's yeah, good. but you know, I mean, he's been in Detroit his entire career. He's never had any pressure to actually win anything. So really, I mean, it, we're gonna decide Prescott, in the next couple years, and definitely this season. Yeah, whether he's just a stat pattern or whether he can actually win. Because I mean, the Rams gave up a ton to get him. He's got uh, weapons I around. I mean, they can't. Stafford and Prescott are the rounds. kings of going down two scores and two then putting first together rounds, like a monster. Stat two first drive. rounders. Two first rounders and Jared Goff is, in my opinion, not huge because in reality, you really only gave up a first rounder because you got off a of, first. Of all, you got off a of Jared Goff's horrendous, horrible contract that nobody wants, and they probably needed to attach a first or a second round pick to it to move on from him, right? That's true. So yeah. they basically, in general, move Matthew Stafford for. They got Matthew Stafford for first and like maybe a third. Golf breakout year this year? No, definitely. Hi, hi. <laughs> but yeah, no. I just <laughs> and also they're in a tough division and they actually like they realistically the Rams need to win. And win Matthew win. Stafford is, is going to be the reason. Yeah. Oh, Matthew Stafford needs to I'll actually play well for the first time. I'll take 49ers. Win that division. Overrated team. I think the 49ers win that division. Overrated. Uh, but I do believe that Matthew Stafford. He, they have Super Bowl expectations. Yeah, exactly. They have all the stars around there. They have a great offense. 
Yeah, and Matthew Stafford never McVay. won a playoff game. They picked up Deshaun yeah. Jackson too, right? Yeah, he can play his annual three. And games they have Van Jefferson from Florida, who I love as a receiver. Him and Josh Reynolds. And they got good. Tutu Atwell, who's I know he's five eight, but he's some nifty, spiffy little guy receiver from Louisville, Louisville. Represent. Mattson called him a little guy like he's not his height. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, bro, if I was in if I was, if I was, if I, if I was in the NFL, I'd be a short little man. Right? <laughs> I report to duty. 5'8", Mattson Montia. Playing well, slot receiver. What position would you play? Kicker? Slot backup, receiver. Backup kicker? Slot receiver. I got a burner. I want a 4'2", 40. I'd be a kicker. Mattson runs like a 5'6", 40. <laughs> no. 5'9", 40. There you go. No, that's better. Uh, and then uh, the third quarterback, I think, is under huge, huge, Huge pressure is Baker Mayfield. Because his contract year, right? Contract year, and the Browns, if we're being honest, the if they had a quarterback that was not Baker Mayfield, they'd go to the Super Bowl. I think they can go to the Super Bowl with they, Baker Mayfield. Well, they'd be better show that he can because every time he, they have so much expectations, and he just lets them down. He doesn't do well. He's under contract, and there's a reason why the Browns haven't offered him a I contract he yet. Well last year. I was going to say, I thought he was good. Then why didn't the Browns offer him a contract? Because they're still questioning how good of a quarterback he is. It's a lot of money to commit. It is, and he better. He needs to show out because this is this is a championship roster. Around I'll there. tell you, if, if you some, have the two someone best, will pay Baker. You have yeah, you, I was going to say, I don't think Baker's actually under as much pressure as you think. He's well, going to get a gonna massive contract. The Browns, the Browns, the Browns need to win it because, or like go far because they have the best offensive line in of football. They have the best duo running back. Or, yeah, Chubb and Hunt. Yeah, Chubb and Hunt, that's the best dual threat running, or one-two punch Odell's running back. Backs. Landry. Odell's back. Landry's a great receiver. Tight ends, Austin Hooper's, and he's great. Oop. Njoku. You have Njoku there. You have the guy from, uh, uh, uh Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant. Yeah. From FAU. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know football. And then they have obviously Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. They got uh John Johnson the third, who I love at safety. He's a good they made some great moves this year. And they they also got Troy Hill, a corner too from the Rams, who's very underrated cornerback. They they need to go far. And Baker needs to show that, hey, I can do this. You know, I, I think he's under immense pressure. I agree. I think he's under pressure. Yeah, I think he's under pressure, but I think I still think he's paid regardless. Well, the yeah, and also he's gonna get paid. I think he's gonna get paid with the Browns if he does as well as he did last year. You know what the Browns should have done? The Browns go like eleven and yeah, six. He gets paid. Yeah, and they lose. If this was an actual, like oh, they're fine. Yeah, exactly. So if they just do what they did last year, he just needs to do as well as he did last year. Are you saying it's any round? I think they have to go to the even if even if they win the wild AFC championship. I don't think that's true at all. I think as long as Baker they make, to, if, Baker if has, they lose to Baker the Ravens good, or the Bills or the Chiefs, and that's the team that knocks them out. If they lose to the I Ravens, did they lose in the AFC Championship? No, they no, lost. They the lost. The if they lose to the, the Ravens, they do the exact same. If they lose to the Ravens, they're out. They're not. They can't lose to a divisional opponent. That would be outrageous for the Browns. And that the the Browns have way more talent than the Ravens do. They do. I think it's a lot closer than you think. The, but the the Browns have more talent. They might have more. Now, now the Ravens might have better coaching and. Better, well, maybe better depth, maybe, but they have backlash baits. Backlash, yeah, yeah, backlash baits. Yeah, Promo buy yourself some backlash baits. 10% off. I actually have a lot of backlash baits with me. I'm a huge fisher, if you didn't know that. If you want to go fishing, let me know. Uh, fishing and dollar mimosas. It's the Montia <laughs> way. Just don't get the hook stuck in your eye, and then that'd be, that'd be pretty bad. But what other quarterbacks do you have under pressure? I think that's it. Yeah, we've already, I think we've said all of ours. Tua, so what was yours? Tua, Tua Matthew Matt Stafford. Stafford, and Carson Wentz. Wentz, Carr, and uh, I said Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Ro- oh yeah, and you explained his. Yeah, yeah. I think he's out the door. He's he's if, under pressure. If he's yeah. bullshit and he's out the door, it's, it's just <laughs> well, keep it Aaron Aaron Rodgers is just he's always gonna. He's not even under pressure. It's just the Packers. Like Aaron Rodgers is not under pressure. He wants to leave. 
Aaron Rodgers wants say, it. It might actually better for him if he doesn't play that yeah, well. Yeah, like, come on. It's like, it's <laughs> not really, it's just yeah. pressure of the, especially the Packers, they better be praying that Aaron Rodgers is all right and not damaged goods so they can you know, yeah. move on from him next year. And they, you know what's on the most pressure? Jordan Love. To actually show that he's I love Jordan Love. I think he's going to be really good. Mm. I think he's going to be amazing. I hope Jordan Love's really good. I, I, that'd so be cool, fine, but he, he, Odell, baby. Check out my TikTok, Odell. He's on <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Beckham. Daddy Beckham. And now moving on to our last topic of the day. Uh, wide receivers are under the most pressure. So three wide receivers you believe are under the most pressure. All right, we're just going to list them off. List them All off. Right. Odell, Juju hey. Smith-Schuster, and Marquise Brown. Okay. I like Marquise. I think Marquise will have a breakout year. Um, Odell. I want to say I want to say Devonte Smith because like if he oh my god he's under the least amount of pressure no no no, 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 no he better not be let me let me okay, he will let me, be let me, because let me, the he will be because terrible. the Philly media yeah okay, the Philly media will absolutely crucify him and Jalen Rager is the most scrutinized athlete ever I, I think, love Jalen Rager I think he sucks <laughs> but for what it's worth he's the most scrutinized athlete ever and he literally has played one year he should he should not be a number neither one. Devonte, I was saying this, uh, but if Devonte comes out and starts stinking immediately, bro, like I promise, like well, the whole national. In a show I did, in a show I did with Drew when we evaluated the rookie wide receivers, I was saying that if Devonte, Devonte Smith, the Eagles are probably one of the worst destinations for him to go to because he needed to be with somebody Jalen Hurts sucks. who had a good number yeah, one or a quarterback that was all right. If he had, like, if he went to the Giants, perfect destination because he gets to pair it with Kenny Galladay. And the oh. three receivers I believe are under the most pressure are Odell, Kenny Galladay. And Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson I don't is think such Alan, a fraud, man. I don't think Allen Robinson. I think Alan, I love Allen Robinson. I we I like I say I think he's the top six receiver in the league. But he is under a lot of pressure because every year we've been making the same excuse. Oh, he's putting up a thousand, twelve hundred yards with horrible quarterback play. Yeah, but he still ha- he's still gonna have horrible quarterback. Justin Fields, play. I believe, is the best rookie QB coming in. If Allen Robinson That's a terrible take. Or not better than T Law. <laughs> right, other than T Law, he's I think he's a I think he's a great prospect though. He's I think a great he should prospect been, too. But even then, I mean, realistically Nobody would be surprised if Justin Fields doesn't do great. On this if, year. If, but if Allen Robinson looks not that ideal, there is going to be questioned. He's going to be questioned. He's not a top six receiver in the league. He's, he tricks y'all, man. That dude's not built for it. <laughs> what do you mean? He doesn't want to win. He just wants his Ballard. he just wants his numbers. Allen Robinson's not a six, top six wide receiver in this league. He's not. And that would mean like Mike Evans is top six. Mike Evans is better than Allen Robinson. He's okay, not no, even. He's I'm not. taking I'm taking Mike Evans. I'm taking both of the Tampa Bay receivers over Chris Allen Godwin Robinson. is the biggest fraud I've ever... Mike ever, Evans oh, might Godwin. actually be my least favorite player. I love Mike so. Evans. <laughs> you know who I hate at wide receiver? Who? I don't know. I don't hate anybody. I love wide receivers. They're I, cute. I can, I, can, I can name some wide receivers I don't like. I hate DK Metcalf. He's a big, he's the biggest fraud. He's tricking DK you. Me- DK he's Metcalf tricking is you. so much he's better tricking- than... DK sucks. No, you're captain. All DK is is tall and somehow kind of fast, but he is no skill. No, he's very fast. DK Metcalf, kind (laughs) of fast. I could be DK Metcalf in our race. Yeah, okay. I could be DK. I'm Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) If if we're we're just throwing out bullshit. So why do you think uh, your water seasons are under the most pressure? Uh what did I, okay, I said Devon, okay, I said Devontae Smith yeah. because of, but that's like, yeah. that's just third? a Philly media. I think Julio Jones is under a little bit of pressure. I actually agree with that. I, I was thinking about putting because, him on line. because for the first time, like he just got traded to a team that's coming off of the AFC Championship and then divisional round exit. They're really, really good. Yeah, and he's expect- they are really, yeah. really good. And he's expected to be the game changer for them. Yeah, he's expected to like turn them up to a new level. What if what if the Titans do really well this year, and Julio doesn't get what, let's say a thousand? I, I, I'm being honest. I don't think Julio gets. 900 yards at the most this year. 
Maybe a thousand. You I, were really back in Julio on our last podcast. What? That we did. I, no, I like Julio. I think he's a talented guy, but I think this is gonna be. It's gonna be more. In what world is Julio Jones not getting a thousand yards? I think AJ so Brown will get a lot gonna... more. The, I think AJ will get a lot more of the targets, and I think Derrick Henry is gonna get the ball a lot more. Oh and now, okay, he might get maybe. Like no, AJ Brown. Dude, got... Speaking of receivers better than Allen Robinson, Julio Jones will be obtaining a thousand yards this year, and he will get. So will Allen Robinson. Yeah. Wow. Allen Robinson, can, <laughs> Alan Robinson can have a thousand yards. I'm gonna be honest. I think Julio Jones can get injured this season. I think. I think I, Julio Jones is not as no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I think Julio thousand yards if he gets hurt. I think uh, Allen Robinson will have his typical fraudulent 100 reception, barely over a thousand yards, and he catches like five touchdowns, and he he negatively impacts his team because he's weak and he just goes down instead of breaking tackles. He's the weakest player I've ever seen in contact. Why should he break a, ta- Mike, a tackle if they're just gonna lose a double doink? Mike Mike Evans. Mike Evans is so much better than Allen Robinson. Like, so I, I cannot. I don't so think Mike so Evans much. is better than Allen Robinson, but I think that Drew undervalues Mike Evans way more than he should. I saw Mike Evans play. Uh, Straight bait. This, Backlash base.com. This, uh, this is a Connor story, but this is true. I saw Johnny Manziel and uh, Johnny Manziel and Mike Evans play at the. It was back when it was the Chick Fil A Bowl. If you saw Johnny Manziel, Mike Evans Mike carried Evans. Johnny Manziel in college. If you saw, <laughs> I'll just put that one if out. You, there. If you saw Johnny Manziel, Mike Evans, and. I'm, I'm James Winston. I, I I saw them and they played uh, Duke and I forget who Duke's quarterback was. Oh, it was not Chick Fil A. It wasn't Chase Bryce. But speaking about Chase Bryce, I will be interviewing Chase Bryce next week. So make sure to check out the interview with Chase Bryce. Yeah, he helped carry Chase Thompson for Heisman. Pass there. Yep, that was a great moment. Now quarterback at App State with Cam Peoples, friend of the show. Uh, but Odell, Odell I was is under we all had Odell. huge pressure because he is a diva, a target guy. He wants the targets. Can't stay healthy. And he's the guy in Cleveland. Everyone's, everyone thought Odell was going to be this you know, insane wide receiver. I, I think Odell and the Browns has just been horrible. And he's not well, playing And that everybody's well. saying that he, just like Baker, Baker Mayfield plays better without Odell. Exactly. So Odell actually exactly. has to turn up and show that Odell, he's a winning player. Odell needs to show up and stay healthy on yeah. the field. Because you also can't be saying uh, Baker plays better without Odell this year if Odell plays all six, 17 games. True. But wrap it up. Well, do you have any other? You, you have another wide receiver, right? I do. Who is it? Uh, I'll t- I actually have two, but Marquise Brown, I feel like that's just that's kind of the Ravens' offense in general. I feel like they actually need to expand their passing game, and I think if that's going to happen, I think that's I Marquise think, Brown. I think Marquise Brown is going to have so. a huge – I think it'll be a breakout year. <laughs> yeah. but my, He finally has somebody that's – Sean Bateman's all right. Yo, someone, Ravens, like and heard, Sammy Watkins. I heard the Ravens need a QB. Like, I got about the same arm as Lamar. You put him at running back, I'll hand the ball off to him. <laughs> little little option every well, play. A little option action. If, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, then I'm LeBron James. You could be LeBron James and Space Jam, LeMickey. I'm fine with that. I'll be getting, I'll be <laughs> getting Fortnite. Mills. Yeah, but no, my main guy, Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, he's a, yeah. I was gonna say because he's I mean, one now. yeah, and he's been getting clowned on pretty much the entire off season and, de- and during the season. Yeah, you know, TikTok boy. Duh, duh. Yeah, exactly. His Corvette, Corvette dance, you and see, then, you see Cor- and then, which was fine whenever the Steelers were winning, but as soon as the Steelers started losing. Everybody was just throwing heat did you at see, Juju, did you and see? also he was a lot worse last year. Speaking about that, well, he did, yeah, and and he, he only signed a one-year, eight million dollar contract after he thought he was going to get the bag in free agency. So now he actually has to play well to get right. the bag. On top of that, I just say Juju at least he's banking on himself. Like if, I like players who bank on themselves because it shows that they, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously you think you're they're that think guy, you're good, but he yeah. he knows it. Sure, that guy. And because look, if you're being honest, if Juju was worried about just hey, let me just get some. Like make me look really good. He would have gone to Kansas City. He got offered the same exact contract, and Pat Mahomes would have gotten the ball to Juju way more than what Roethlisberger will probably do. 
because Roethlisberger will be on the ground like 80% of the time. Do you mean to throw him or the ball on 55 the bench times a game? Hurt, and you have Mason Rudolph in the game. Almost said his, as Antonio Brown tweeted, Boo Boo Smith Schuster under 500 yards. Well, well, well speaking, about, <laughs> speaking about Juju Smith Schuster right there, um, you see the TikTok where he, so he, this, it was this offseason, he was going against some, I don't even know, some no name, just like defensive back guys. You know, running routes against him. He went up and he caught the ball. And he did the Corvette, Corvette dance. And then the very next throw, it was like a high, like you know, he had a like high, high point of the ball. ball. And the uh, the cornerback went up and picked it off off, off of Juju and did the Corvette, Corvette dance. Some no name guy who's fun, not even the NFL is clowning Juju in training, and it was posted all over the web. Like, it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> like, how are you gonna let that happen, Juju? Like, he went, I'll be me to Matson. I'm just like. I point that. Oh, no. Snatch it. I'll like snap your ankles. So you're out for the, what do you mean? I heard game. he's the next Tutu Atwell, so really it's fine. Hey, I'm a speedster. <laughs> and the receiver I believe is under the most pressure is going to be Kenny Galladay, just because the media, again, like you said with the media for Philly. The New York media, New York is, media is brutal, and they're thinking Kenny Galladay is his savior who's going to make Daniel Jones insane. And although they might fault Daniel Jones more for it, Kenny Galladay has to show up and have at least 1,000 yards because he's this guy who got paid the bag and has to show up. And one last final thought before we let the show go is just Dame Lillard, he better stay in Portland and not go to New York. He better not go to the Knicks. If he goes to the Knicks, that would be Who cares? a disaster. Exactly. If he goes to the – I don't care. Stays in Portland, goes to the Knicks. Either way, he's losing the first round. Doesn't yeah. matter. And <laughs> when it was mentioned that he was going to the Knicks, Joseph Nurick had a very great you know, Twitter statement. So some guy named Henry Abbott broke the news that Blazer stars Damian Lillard requested a trade. And then Joseph Nurick said – Y'all really about to believe a guy with a, with a name, Henry Abbott, with like three lavish emojis and two caps. And then uh, Grant Afseth said that Trailblazer Superstar Dame has his eyes on the Knicks. And then Joseph Nurick said, man, Brant, man, Grant, what a clown. Bruh, keep capping with another clown emoji. Oh, so basically he's staying for sure. That's so he's staying is what I'm hearing. That wraps up today's show of Game Ball with your host, Matt Samantia. Thank you guys for joining another episode. And I don't know why I keep thanking you because you're just always going to be on an episode with me. But make sure to check out Backlash Baits and use promo code GAMEBALL. All caps for a 10% <laughs> discount. And Baker Mayfield and Odell, you guys better not suck this year. I'm signing my max with the Kings podcast. Me and John Collins are off for the Kings. And I'm going to go play with Tutu Otwell in LA. Why are you getting up, bro? Show's done. Show's done. Show's done. Show's done.